0: Well, hello, friend. How are you doing? I hope you're keeping well. I know I've been absent for some time now, and I do apologize for that, but life has been very, very busy for me, and I'm currently on vacation, so, you know, some things slip by the wayside when you're trying to wrap up some projects while still trying to get some downtime, much-needed downtime, I should add. Nevertheless, it is time for another show. A little bit of jazz for you. I I have a full hot mug of coffee, and I'm ready to lay down five tracks, five songs, five compositions for you. This is the ongoing Songs and Stories series, the Supplemental Jazz Edition. This is part 73. We're going to kick things off today with a classic from 1957, recorded in a single day, the entire album, that is. Mr. Sonny Rollins, recorded March 7th, 1957, from the album Way Out West. This is Sonny Rollins with the hard bop classic, Solitude. all-time classic. His interpretation thereof, I should say, of the Duke Ellington uh, composition in my, in parentheses, Solitude, first recorded in, uh, or first written, I should say, in 1934 by the Duke. It's been recorded hundreds of times, as it is a jazz standard. There are lyrics for it, of course, but this is the jazz composition version, which is Sonny's own interpretation thereof. No lyrics included. Now that record, Way Out West, like I said, recorded in a single day, March 7th, 1957, featuring bassist Ray Brown and drummer Shelley, Main, or Shelley Mann, M-A-N-N-E, I'm not sure how the pronunciation of that individual's surname goes exactly. Now that record... Um, employed a technique called strolling, used here by Sonny Rollins for the very first time, in which he would solo over only bass and drums with no pianist or guitarist playing chords. What I find incredibly interesting about that recording and the musicianship therein was the fact that neither Ray Brown nor Shelley Maine had previously played or recorded with Sonny Rollins, and yet their chemistry is undeniable. Sonny Rollins, like I said, he is 92 years of age and still, well, going strong, as strong as anybody could be at the age of 92. He's no longer touring or playing, but um, he's still active in the sense that he helps to train and teach. He um, he endowed the Sonny Rollins Jazz Ensemble Fund at Oberlin College in Recognition of the institution's long legacy of access and social justice advocacy. He uh, he currently resides in Woodstock, New York, which actually isn't that far from where I live. Only a couple hours away by car. In uh, the spring of 2013, he made a, a guest appearance on The Simpsons in the episode titled Whiskey Business. He was... Uh, I guess it was the 527th, 527th episode, which is kind of crazy when you think about it. Sonny Rollins. That is just wild. The career that man has had. Okay, I'm beginning to babble on, and sometimes I do that and there is some construction taking place in my building, and there's only so much sound isolation I can create, so I don't want to pick up the sounds of construction while I'm trying to give you some soothing talk and stories and tell you about some jazz. So I'm going to move the show along rather quickly here today I'd feature a composition from Art Blakey and the Jazz Messengers from the album Like Someone in Love. This is Johnny's Blue. messengers with their 1960 recording from the album like someone in love that was their uh, version of lee morgan's uh, composition johnny's blue now lee was actually playing the trumpet on that version of the recording the album was recorded over uh, two different days uh, august 7th and august 14th 1960. But for some reason, and the reason only remains, to uh, the label, Blue Note, held on to it until August of 1967. So it sat on the shelf for seven years before it was released. I can't explain that, but then again, I don't work in the music industry. Well, not directly, anyway. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant brilliant composition featuring Lee Morgan, Wayne Shorter, Bobby Timmons, and Jaime Merritt on the bass, Bobby Timmons on the piano, Wayne Shorter, tenor sax, Lee Morgan, trumpet, and flugelhorn, and of course, the late great Art Blakey on the drums. Now, that was recorded at at the Van Gilder Studio in Englewood Cliffs, New Jersey, like so many brilliant jazz compositions have been over the years. Van Gelder Cliffs, uh, Van Gelder Studio, I should say, in Elwood Cliffs, New Jersey, is one of the most famous uh, jazz recording studios in the world. So many great compositions have been recorded there. Originally, uh, Rudy Van Gelder uh, recorded out of his uh, parents' home in Hackensack, New Jersey, but in 1959, um, he was able to have a studio custom built, and it's been there ever since. It is on the uh, National Register of Historic Places uh, as of April 25th, 2022 for its significance in performing arts and engineering. It's a place you can go and visit if you so choose to. The, the list of recordings there? Oh, forget it. It's, there's too many to name. I mean, in the 70s alone, there's got to be about two or 300. I'm not joking when I say that. Um, Maybe even more. The 80s, it just goes... The list just goes on forever. And some of the greatest jazz recordings, jazz compositions, jazz albums, jazz artists, have all spent time in that studio. And it is still going strong. Okay. I will uh, stop talking now and just get on to... um, a composition from the late, great Lee Morgan from the album The Last Sessions. This composition is 16 minutes and 23 seconds, so I encourage you to get comfortable, sit back, relax, and let the jazz flow over you. At 33 years of age, this was one of his final recordings. Mr. Lee Morgan with the composition In What Direction? are you headed position in which direction are you headed from his last album which was uh, well appropriately titled the last sessions the last session i should say recorded over two days september 17th and 18th 1971 at guess where the van gelder studio in englewood cliffs new jersey post-bop and jazz fusion i'm Quite certain, you've probably heard that horn section sampled somewhere. In the background of a movie or a television show or in a hip-hop act. Can't give you the exact um, location of where it's been used, but I guarantee you, it is such a familiar trope that you've definitely heard it before. Of course, Lee Morgan was murdered by his uh, common-law wife at the age of 33 in 1972. Who knows what we would have heard from him had he have lived. His first record, released when he was a mere 18 years of age, titled Lee Morgan Indeed. He recorded, uh, recorded and released three records in 1956, Lee Morgan Indeed, Introducing Lee Morgan, and Lee Morgan Sextet. Such a shame he was struck down so young, because there was so much music left for him to, to play for us. Okay, I'm going to move it along because we are getting well into the program with such long compositions today, and I don't want to take up too much time talking. So instead of my nonstop stop um, waxing poetically, if you will, I'm going to play a composition recorded, um, uh, well, from an album recorded February 6th and 7th at the Half Note in um, New York City. This is um, Jazz Alive, A Night at the Half Note, featuring Zoot Sims and Al Cohn. This is the classic composition. It Had to Be You. Mm-mm. their interpretation of it had to be you. The classic, originally written in 1924 by Isham Jones with lyrics by Gus Kahn, of course no lyrics when uh, prevalent on that version because that is the jazz instrumental version only. That song um, finished as the number four single of the year in 1924. It was number one for five weeks and it is now very much in the public realm or public domain, I should say, which means that um, the intellectual property rights, such as copyright, they've expired. So it is up to you if you want to go out and record your very own version of that composition. You certainly can. And you're not harming anybody in the process. Now that record, Jazz Alive, recorded February 6th and 7th of 1959 at the Half Note in New York City originally released on the United Artists label. Now, United Artists, I don't believe, has released any music in a number of decades, but I could be wrong about that. I could be wrong about that. I suppose a little bit more um, looking into it on my part may, uh, may be required. The All Music Review by Ken Dryden. No, not that Kent Dryden. States, uh, Bop and Cool fans will want to make any effort to hear this excellent release. And I can't argue with that statement, because that entire record from start to finish is spectacular. It is very, very live. As you can hear, people chatting in the background, the occasional clink of glasses. But that sort of breathes a life into the composition that you might not otherwise hear. Okay. Okay. One more composition for today, and this is um, this is from the album "Inviting," and the name of the composition is "Invitation." This is Richard Anderson, Per Molhoi, and e. Jorge Rossi, and I hope I pronounced their names correct. Enjoy this invitation. <laughs> fighting released on August 22nd 2022 oh no sorry let me let me correct that August 12th 2022 <laughs> um and released for streaming on September uh 1st i believe it was you can buy it in uh online through their bandcamp um, page just look up inviting uh, on bandcamp and you can you can order either the vinyl or cd version if you like the digital album is 75 danish kroner which i don't know what that would be canadian i have no idea you can easily look up the um, the conversion online and you can buy a full uh, all 12 releases uh, is digital discography, which is currently 40% off at 540 Danish krona. You know what? I'm going to look that up. Let's see what it is. Just give me a second. So 540 Danish krona, kroner, krona, is uh, $99.86 Canadian. For those of you who are interested, it would be probably closer to 75 or $70 US, somewhere in that neighborhood. And that is 12 releases, full digital discog- discography. If you go to their Bandcamp page, that's a pretty good deal for 12 jazz recordings, if you ask me. Okay. I'm not going to give you a lot of background on that one today because I am well past the one hour mark. And uh, as I am on vacation, I'm feeling a little lazy. And I do have actually a lot of things to do today, even though it is a a beautiful sunny Tuesday here in the nation's capital of Ottawa, Canada. Temperature-wise, it's not so bad out today, only minus five, which is pretty good for late November. Okay, I'm going to head out, but my friend, wherever you are listening in this, to this, wherever you are in this world, little little tongue stumble there, wherever you are listening to this today, tomorrow, and in the future, I hope you're happy and healthy and content with what life has offered you. Until we meet again, my friend,
1: you take care, and I'll be back sooner than you know. Bye.